to Dr. Evan and Dr. Jared from Achieve Wellness here in Alexandria. First of all, how's your new space, you guys? It is looking awesome. It was a lot of hard work, a lot of burning the candle at both ends to get in there, but uh, it turned out and came together really, really nicely. You guys did a lot of that uh, grunt work, right? little elbow grease in there yourself? You put it all in. You know, do what you got to do to get things done and to get things accomplished. But we had a lot of amazing patients and uh, friends in the community that came to our rescue as well. Uh, so... I, I will, uh, kind of a build out that should probably take about eight, nine weeks, took about three and a half, four weeks. So we wow. got her done. So um, let's just tell everybody where it's located. It's not far from your other place if they're looking for you here in Alec. It's actually just three doors to the north of where we currently, where our last office was. So it's in the Willow Creek Complex uh, at 410 30th Avenue East. We are now Suite 103 when we were 201. So. Awesome. Well, back into fall, you know, I feel like everybody's saying, oh my gosh, I can hardly catch a breath because all of a sudden we're busy again and it's school and it's sports and all these things. And with that is everybody together and a little bit of the sniffles or just trying to have a healthy, you know, school year, start to school, back to work, all the things. So let's talk about our immune system, some things we can do, um, because I feel like everybody just um, gets ready to grab the medication if they've got a little fever or a sniffle. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think that this time of the year is, you know, it is a stressful se uh, season, so it does decrease our immune system. Just stress in, in general will do that. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, you know, understanding where the immune system comes from, how do we strengthen the immune system? How do we actually build that immune system during this time so that we're not dealing with all the sickness and everything else that we need to obviously avoid this time of the year? But it ultimately starts within our gut in our in our nervous system and that's where the that's where the immune system starts a lot of people don't understand like where does the immune system come from well the majority of your immune system is actually within your gut and so making sure that you're taking care of your gut microbiome and making sure that that area is staying healthy and so people that have been maybe on antibiotics or things in the past they may actually see themselves actually get sicker a lot faster during these times of year just because their microbiome is upset and so we really need to focus in not only on the microbiome but other things that just really build that immune system. Would that be like probiotics? Is that something that people should be you know, taking most of the time every day or no? You're absolutely right. I mean, it can be a probiotic supplement or just by eating fermented foods. Sure. Uh, a lot of fermented foods are going to have a lot of those good bacteria in it um, as a prebiotic, probiotic. Those are the things that we want to be putting in to make sure that our guts are staying really, really healthy. And then avoiding things like processed foods and things that's caused a lot of inflammation within our bodies, uh, the gluten, the dairy. Those are actually things that can cause more inflammation within our gut that causes more problems and actually it leads to a, a decrease in our immune system. So what would be a good example of a fermented food that would have a probiotic? Kimchi. Like Okay, kimchi. kimchi. Yogurt, yeah. is that Yogurt one? Yogurt is great. Has Here's a good one for us it. Germans that live. Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. Oh, there you there go. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, things that have been fermented uh, are, have very high levels of good probiotics in them. So, yeah, just kimchi, sauerkraut. You can, people have can actually ferment their own vegetables. For those of you who have a surplus of vegetables from your garden, whether it's carrots or cucumbers or ever, anything like that, you can ferment those uh, in your own refrigerator and then just use those as a good uh, supplement to your diet as well. That's really good to know. I'm seeing a lot of people posting right now, I have so many peppers, I have so many cucumbers, and they don't know what to do with them Yeah, all. just keep putting them in. Uh, you know, a lot of people are making kombucha at home. So okay. either kombucha or kefir, uh, those are two other great sources of good probiotics to be putting into your body as well. So if we're helping out our immune system, trying to take a little bit less medication, you know, people are going to get sick here and there. And another thing that has come up is keeping clean and sanitizing. And so I think there's 
a lot of people just kind of spraying down everything with anything they can find. And we want to avoid that a little bit, we right? We absolutely want to avoid that, especially with strong antibacterial uh, cleaning solutions. Uh, so, you know, all of these antibacterial wipes, these Lysols, these sprays, uh, especially spraying it in the air with an aerosol can, these actually can be very detrimental to your health because it's very harsh to your body. It's very harsh to your skin, especially when you breathe those in. It can cause an inflammatory response. But also, those type of things kill, it even says right on the bottle, kills 99%. Well, that 1% that it doesn't kill is going to cause what are known as superbugs. And those are going to be the strongest, uh, the most... Uh, infectious bacteria and viruses that are left on those counter surfaces. A better thing to clean with that aren't so uh, damaging to your body that's going to actually suppress your immune system is to clean with things like essential oils, On Guard, and other mixtures of essential oils that you can use in a solution to wipe down surfaces, keeping them clean, but don't actually cause harm to your body and will suppress your immune system. What's the big deal with essential oils? Like, I feel like in the last you know, maybe five, 10 years, all of a sudden they've gotten so popular. And I think there's a reason why. I mean, we use them in our home, but I would have never thought to clean with them. I think one of the biggest things that people are seeing is that it, how easy they are to use and just the decrease in chemical. I think there's a lot more families out there that are looking at how do we continue to decrease the chemical load or the toxicity within our bodies. And, you know, uh, a natural solution is coming from plants, things that God created in our in our lives that can actually be used for cleaning, for health care, for whatever it is. Now, we can't guarantee that nobody's going to get sick by using essential oils or nobody's going to get, you know, obviously uh, right. harm or whatever it is. Uh, so you have to be able to discern some things, too. But at the same time, we know that there's less chemical load. We know that there's less um, uh, burden on the body if we're cleaning with more, more of these natural solutions. Um, even vinegar and water would be a great solution to, to be cleaning your surfaces with. Um, you can clean your vegetables with it. Those are just things that we can be doing naturally that's already around us uh, that won't have that toxic load uh, on our body. Yeah, and when you clean with vinegar, actually, that smell goes away once it evaporates. So it goes it's away quickly. just fine. It works all the time. We use it in our house. Um, so you were talking about, you know, not guaranteeing that people get sick. It is kind of that time of year. Everybody's got a sniffle and maybe a low grade fever. Um, so what should people be watching for and be most cautious of or, you know, what should their mode be? just as we get into this kind of like sniffles and flu season? Well, first and foremost, we need to change our mindset that a fever is not the enemy. The fever is actually a good thing. The fever is your body doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing in order to fight off virus and bacteria. You know, it's research shows that in order for your body to fight off any sort of bacteria, the fever should be get to about 101 degrees. And to fight off any virus needs to get to about 102, 103 degrees. Now, those seem like really high numbers for a lot of people, but especially for children as they go back to school. And they're, it's very, very common this time of year as children get around a whole bunch of other kids in a school setting that someone is going to get a little sniffle or a little cold or a little flu. I mean, they call it the flu season. But in fact, it's really just, you know, when you are, we're exposed to viruses and bacteria on a daily basis. We are never going to get into an environment that is completely free of virus and bacteria. What we need to do is we need to keep our immune system functioning to the best of its possible ability to battle and fight off those virus and bacteria so that it doesn't overtake our bodies. Well, when you start to get a low-grade fever and your fever starts to climb up, your body is doing the right thing at the right time in order to fight off and make sure that bacteria or virus doesn't overtake the body. But when parents start to get 
concerned that, oh my gosh, my kid's starting to get a fever. Maybe they're lethargic. They're not feeling well. They're getting a little bit more whiny. These are all normal things when a fever starts to take effect. And what's the first thing most parents want to do is run to the medicine cabinet and get some Tylenol or some, something to knock that fever down. Well, what that does is that actually stops the immune system from doing what it was created to do. And so it stops the fever, knocks the fever down. But then once that medication wears off, the body goes, no, 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 no. We were trying to increase this fever to begin with to fight off. Well, now the bacteria or the virus, because the fever wasn't allowed to run its course, is starting to take over. Mm -hmm. And so the body goes, okay, we got to kick this into high gear now. And that's what's going to spike the fever up really fast. When a fever increases slowly and incrementally, it's totally safe for the body. I've had my children have 104 degree temperatures with no problems whatsoever. Now, when it goes from a normal temperature to 104 really quickly, when the body's been uh, suppressed uh, through a drug or a medication, that can be detrimental and that can actually affect the nervous system and probably cause some uh, seizures or other type of bad reactions in the body. But when the fever climbs slowly and steadily, that is exactly what the body's made to do in order to fight off a viral or bacterial infection. So if it's a quick spike, that should alert us maybe something's wrong. And also, um, is, so then when do you decide if you should step in? Is it that it would last too long too? Like if it's lasting several days or, you know, like when you see that fever, if it's just continuing on, maybe there's an infection or something? Or Yeah, there definitely can be infection, right? We can definitely look for other um, signs of infection. But usually the type of infection that you're going to talk about is something that they get a cut and they're going to have a staph or, mm -hmm. you know, some type of strep infection or something else going on within the body. But usually if it's if it's like a common cold, um, if it's, it's, it's some of these other viruses or bacteria that's going on, the body should be able to burn that off within five to seven days. That's typically kind of a good guideline. Usually the body has some type of infection gone within five to seven maybe 10 days at the most if it's lingering especially if it's a high fever you know you have to watch for dehydration you have to watch for some of these things so obviously keeping your kids hydrated keeping your adults mm -hmm. hydrated you know these are some of the important concerns that you have as well uh, but ultimately that, that fever is going to burn as long as it needs to burn and it's going to do whatever it needs to do in order to get rid of that virus that bacteria that invader that's trying to obviously take over your body uh, you know like dr evan was saying is uh, we have to learn how to honor our symptoms it's the same thing with like diarrhea same thing with vomiting it's like okay Amy, if I had you drink this bottle of poison right here, what would your body do? <laughs> Probably make me throw, throw it up, up right? Yeah. Or you're going to have diarrhea. It's going to go through quick. And that's the way that our bodies are to protect it. And so anything that goes into our body, if our body doesn't like it, sees it as a threat, it's going to get it out as fast as it possibly can, whether it's through sweat, whether it's through a fever, whether it's through vomiting, whether it's through diarrhea, it's going to ex just excrete it as fast as it possibly can. What are some other ways that we can kind of help each other all have a healthy, you know, I guess, re-entrance into society. But it's just really those routines that we're getting back into you know, and being I, around people more. Right. And this is where this is where I think that, you know, we really have to almost take health into our own responsibility because my health doesn't affect you. Right. Yep. And, and, and your health doesn't affect me. That's right. not how it works. You have to be able to be responsible enough that you're going to do the right things for you, yourself or your family. You're going to eat the right foods. You're going to take the right vitamins. You're going to do things that protect you and your family. Mm -hmm. My health doesn't necessarily protect you, right? That's not how this works. And so unfortunately, there's, there's this misconception that's going around in the, in the United States right now that 
for some reason, my household, if I stay healthy, then my, then the next household next to me stays healthy. <laughs> you got to remember that there's a germ theory and a host theory, right? So if there's a lot of germs out there and we actually live by germ theory, we'd be dead. Everybody would be dead because there's millions and trillions of germs and viruses, bacteria on us every single second of every single day. It's the host. So if you remember back to your back uh, biology classes and things that you had, you had Petri dishes. And certain bacteria and certain viruses grew on certain mediums and they didn't grow on others. It's the same thing with our bodies. Certain bacteria, certain viruses will grow within a certain environment. And so as long as we're not producing that environment to host that, ge that germ or that bacteria or that virus, then in essence, we won't be able to obviously succumb to that virus and bacteria. And so it's all about taking the necessary steps to making sure that the immune system is as strong as it possibly can, eating the right foods, getting enough sleep, decreasing your stress, the vitamin D, vitamin C. There's lots of different things that we can be doing in order to boost people's immune systems. Um, but ultimately, it's doing just the necessary precautions. It's not just one thing that's going to make somebody's healthy, right? It's not right. just one thing. It's, it's there's steps. Um, and then it's kind of like a spokes in a wheel. And if we're missing spokes, well, that wheel will collapse. And so we want to make sure that we're adding all those spokes to make sure that body is as strong as it possibly can be going through this during the season. And that, and that still doesn't guarantee you from getting sick, right? I mean, right. You're going to do everything you can, but hopefully it'll just either one, your body will pass through it, or two, it'll lessen the blow of it as it, as it attacks you. So obviously, very few people follow a perfect diet for optimal health. Correct. <laughs> um, if they did, great. Um, but if they're not... What are the best vitamins if you're going to go for your go-to? What are the most important ones to get maybe a, an extra supplement of? The basic vitamins that we make sure that we recommend to our patients to help keep your immune system functioning to the best of its possible ability, number one is vitamin D. Uh, vast majority of Americans are deficient in vitamin D. And so we highly recommend anywhere between 5,000 and 10,000 IUs of vitamin D daily. That's every single person in your family should be taking between 5,000 and 10,000 IUs of vitamin D daily, especially when we start getting into these colder months right now where we're wearing more long sleeves, we're not exposed to the sun nearly as much. Uh, we need to step up that vitamin D levels and get up even higher than 10,000 IUs. Vitamin C is a crucial vitamin for your immune system and making sure that not only your immune system but your gut can help fight off uh, any sort of infection as well so vitamin c we want 500 milligrams if not if especially if someone's starting to develop symptoms we want to bump that up to a thousand milligrams you can take that multiple times a day uh, or up until your stomach starts to get a little bit upset because too much vitamin C can give your uh, stomach a little bit of, of upsetness. But high levels of vitamin C have been shown to be crucial in keeping the immune system functioning well. Zinc is another great one. 50 milligrams of zinc is uh, very beneficial for the immune system. And something that we've been recommending for a lot of our patients, especially who uh, are fearful of COVID or maybe have already had COVID and are having difficulties with breathing, is what's called N-acetylcysteine, N-A-C. And it is a glutathione precursor that is actually uh, formulated to help your body detox through your lungs so that your lungs can function and uh, work properly and not succumb to any type of uh, upper respiratory illness. Now, there's also other things like omegas um, and multivitamins that are very beneficial, but zinc... Vitamin C, vitamin D, and N-acetylcysteine has, has been the basic package that we've been prescribing for a lot of our patients who want to stay healthy through all of this. But also another thing is making sure that you're getting adjusted. 
the number one thing we hear from our patients who get adjusted on a regular basis, not just when they're in pain, but on a wellness program, say that they are far less sick than they used to be. They do not succumb to the colds and the flus and the sniffles that go around uh, that, you know, when we call this flu season, we've had patients that haven't had flu shots and haven't gotten sick in the last 10 years because they've been getting adjusted on a regular basis, whether that's once a week or once a month, just making sure that they're constantly making sure that their spine is in proper alignment and keeping pressure off their nervous system because the nervous system is what controls everything. Just like Dr. Jared said at the beginning, the two biggest things for your immune system to work the way that it should is your gut and your nervous system. So making sure your spine is adjusted properly and there's no pressure on your nervous system is going to be the greatest beneficial thing you can do to keep your immune system functioning well. Right, because you could be, you know, taking all of these supplements, vitamins, eating right foods and drinking your water. But still, if your you know, insides aren't functioning properly because your nervous system can't tell it to, then that's that's a problem. That's a big problem. All right. <laughs> anything else you guys want to lead into for the uh, healthy start to fall? Um, or let's remind everybody where they can find you if they can't remember the name of that. Uh, well, I, I, it's acetyl something that you just mentioned and they want to get a hold of you, then they can find more info on that. Yeah, they can reach out to our office at any time. Our number is 320-762-2055. They can find us on Facebook at Achieve Wellness or online on our website at AchieveMyWellness.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Amy.